Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Ann Leinfelder-Grove, President and CEO of WellPoint Care Network. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, Alex. Thanks for inviting me. Good to be here. Absolutely. So today, we're going to be discussing a few different things, including mental health care in the pandemic era and a partnership called Project Thrive. But first, for some of our listeners who aren't familiar with your organization, can you provide a quick overview? Yes, I'm happy to introduce your listeners to WellPoint Care Network. Our organization is a Wisconsin-based nonprofit, uh, 172 years young, and our name formerly was St. A for many years. So WellPoint Care Network is our official name as of January 1st, just a few weeks ago. Our name change um, is a reflection of our changing organization. We believe that WellPoint Care Network describes better the work that we're doing in the community with children and families and adults uh, within our core service lines of mental health services, a child and family well-being, and also training and consultation in trauma-informed care. We're excited about who we are. We love our new name. Uh, we will always honor our rich history of many years but we are really ready to lean into a more community-facing and community-engaging presence um, in this time as we all hope to navigate out of of the pandemic and towards a brighter and and more hopeful future. For us, WellPoint, because wellness is the point of all we do. Certainly. Well, that's a great overview. And I'm hoping now we can move to a discussion on Project Thrive, which is a partnership between WellPoint, the Boys and Girls Clubs of Greater Milwaukee, and the Medical College of Wisconsin. You touched on, I think, some of the offerings that tie into this effort in the Milwaukee area, but can you briefly discuss what this project is really all about? Yes, we are very excited about Project Thrive. It is a federal grant from SAMHSA, a part of the um, Childhood Traumatic Stress Network, which, which is a nationwide network of organizations looking to bring new and and best practice uh, to help people in need. So Project Thrive is a partnership with the Boys and Girls Club where we are bringing um, education and information and mental health services to children who are um, at the clubs already. Um, For us, this is bringing mental health support into the community where kids and families already are. It decreases the stigma of seeking mental health care. It eliminates barriers like transportation to receiving that care because it's, it's right on site at, at the locations. And um, you know we're, we're just underway with, with the beginning assessments of children whose parents have consented to have that mental health screening done. Any children who we identify as in need of additional mental health services or supports will offer it right there. Um, Right now we're in three Boys and Girls Club branches uh, in Greater Milwaukee. 
with the plan to grow to a total of seven locations over the uh, course of the grant. The Medical College of Wisconsin is our partner for evaluation of this project. So it's a, it's a demonstration project. Does our assumption that bringing mental health care to the community at a trusted and safe place create better access and better outcomes for the children who will meet? This is a five-year, uh, $2 million grant. So we will be able over the time of, of the grant to see uh, over 2,000 children uh, providing mental health services to them. We also are doing education and support for the employees of the Boys and Girls Clubs, um, helping them understand what it is to have a trauma-informed perspective on their interactions with kids, whether it be a coach or an after-school mentor. That's a really important piece of this project too, bringing some of the therapeutic supports of Project Thrive, not just through the mental health clinicians, but through the other adults that get to know and care for the kids through the course of their time at the clubs. Well, that sounds excellent and uh, really sounds like a, a pretty broad impact that you'll be able to have with this project here in Wisconsin. So that's, that's excellent. I appreciate the overview. And now I'm hoping we can move to a bit of a broader look at the need for mental health care in the state, especially given the ongoing pressures and challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. In your work with the WellPoint Care Network, what trends have you been seeing and what should members of the business community, political leaders here in Wisconsin really understand about this, this issue? So um, we talk about these unprecedented times, not to be dramatic, because that's kind of a dramatic word, but to underscore that we do not believe any one of us, any organization or any one of us individually fully understands the impact of the last couple of years, the stress, the isolation, health concerns, and all of the things about our regular everyday lives being uh, altered or challenged or, or at least different from what we knew before early 2020. So that is a big part of how we're approaching this work, recognizing the profound impact and not scurrying away from that, but holding it and owning it and having some compassion. Things that were easy decisions in the past in your personal or professional lives are harder now because our brain has been asked to do things in very different novel ways that aren't familiar. So, so there's that underlying stress. Uh, that certainly carries forth into the workplace because parents have been asked to participate as employees, perhaps juggle the needs of their uh, virtual school uh, schooling children and deal with things uh, multitasking in dimensions we never imagined in the past. Uh, for us, what, what the pandemic has meant is a, a significant increase in referrals to our mental health services. So for example, year over year, 2020 to 2021, 42% increase in the number of mental health referrals to our outpatient clinic, a 334% increase in the number of mental health uh, referrals within the school systems where our clinicians work, 334%. So 
So wow. these are schools and districts where our clinicians go in. And again, similar to our work at the Boys and Girls Clubs, it makes sense to engage with students who need mental health support where they are, which is in school. Less stigma, less uh, inconvenience of access to care. And in that uh, close to 40 schools that we're currently in, in Southeast Wisconsin, 334% increase in um, students, their families, or school professionals identifying the kids as in need for a referral. That is just, you know, think about that a bit, what that means. Some of the, I don't want to call it an upside, but some of the reality of COVID has been the much broader appreciation for the prevalence of mental health concerns uh, in our society, in our communities. Uh, we've seen a trend of people understanding it's not those people over there who might have mental health challenges, it's any one of us. And I think that does influence the increase in referrals that we've seen, but it also makes us hopeful that some of that um, diminishment of stigma and increase of compassion can continue even after we're done wearing masks and with, you know, through with all the other restrictions. For employers, uh, I, I would say that means uh, moving forward with an appreciation that yes, these things have impacted your workforce, no matter whether you're a manufacturing corporation or an IT company or a bank um, or a school, you know, it affects teachers and professionals there. So just let's assume universal precautions, every workforce, uh, every workplace is affected by what's happened and the mental health demands that it's placed on all of us. Well, that does it for our, our discussion today. And again, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been great speaking with you and learning about the really important work that you're doing here in the state. So thank you again. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.